the next speaker and the next topic will very effortlessly move on from this to uh, Preeti's point, which is her point is going to be about Western and Indic feminism. But first, let me introduce Preeti Upala to you. So Preeti is a former investment banker turned thought leader and a media entrepreneur based in Hollywood, California. She has B-Tech and B-Marketing degrees and uh, from Australia and certifications in the area of anti-terrorist studies. She's the director of the Omnia Institute and a media personality in her own right. Welcome Preeti. And we are anxious to hear of your views on Western toxic feminism and Indic feminism. Namaste everyone. Namaste Sumedha ji. Thank you for having me. Honored to be here. Uh, my name is Preeti Upala and my talk will be Unleashing Shakti, the antidote to Western feminism. So it's 2020 and the most pertinent issue of our time today is equality, specifically gender parity and women's rights. Despite enjoying more freedom um, and rights than ever before in history, women today are feeling less content, less fulfilled and are expressing their feminine nature less than they ever have. And uh, feminism in the 21st century in the West seems to have morphed into something quite unpalatable. Uh, it's turned into this uh, man-hating, male-bashing, obnoxious, entitlement-driven driven intersectional machinery called the fifth wave of radical feminism. In our attempt to look at a solution for this, uh, we obviously look at other frameworks and the one that I'm uh, drawn to and the one that I wanna bring about is uh, the framework of Sanatan Dharma, the Dharmic framework and its offering of Shakti. Uh, Shakti is the divine feminine essence within Sanatan Dharma. And um, it, it's different in, in many ways. It's remained intact over thousands of years and let's take a look at why it remains relevant today as it ever was. There's a famous verse in the Rig Veda that uh, says ekam satvipraha uh, bahuda vadanti which means uh, truth is one the wise call it by many names. While it is true that there are many paths to the divine it would be disingenuous to say that all these paths are identical in the same way. There are many forms of feminism out there, but it would be intellectually dishonest to say that they're all the same uh, and that they all uh, tackle the issue of uh, women's equality in the same way. Shakti is the personification of the divine feminine. It is the primordial cosmic energy that represents the dynamic forces that move through the entire cosmos. It's a Sanskrit word and it is absolutely central to Sanatan Dharma. Questions like, do we honor the feminine? Are men and women equal? Are women empowered? These questions don't even arise in Sanatan Dharma. That's because uh, Shakti, the divine feminine essence is absolutely um, central to the Dharma. And Sanatan Dharma is the only uh, faith or ancient wisdom system that truly upholds the, the feminine. Um, in fact, the goddess energy is even upheld higher than the, the male uh, god energy. 
there is a joke that says that we have more goddesses than even gods. Um, and this is true. And Devi worship, goddess worship, is absolutely central, has been uh, going on for thousands of years. And that is something that we must cherish and, um, and keep for the future generations. Uh, Hindus believe that Shakti is responsible for both creation and is also the agent of all change. Uh, Shakti is the cosmic existence as well as liberation itself. Uh, there's another famous Hindu verse, uh, again in the Rig Veda, that says, in woman is the form of all things, of all lives, and moves in the world. There is no jewel rarer than the woman, no condition superior to that of a woman. So in, in a time where gender balance and equality is at the, at the forefront of all social sciences and policy making in the West, and they're obviously finding, they're struggling to really find something that works. I think this is where Shakti comes in. It's obviously, we are aware of it, but how does the greater world out there take advantage of this? Uh, we are finding that the Western notion of this radical feminism has not worked as they would have liked it. Now, there are several stark differences between Western feminism and Indic Shakti. Uh, firstly, in the West, it's all about rights. It's about the fight for rights, the struggle for rights. But uh, in the East, it's about duty. There's no compulsion, no competition. It's just duty. You see, because men and women are already equal in our tradition. So there is no need to fight for, for equality and power. Um, the fact that men and women are seen as equals in the eyes of Sanatana Dharma reflects the egalitarian um, attitude of the Vedas and how uh, our tradition emphasizes cooperation and appreciation between men and women. Uh, and this ultimately leads to societal progression. The West can really take a leaf from these teachings. And I think the most important point is to bring back balance in society because this is what's lacking. It's really lopsided in many ways. Um, in this pursuit of equality of income, what seems to be happening is there's a reversal of gender roles and almost gender power in a way where the, the woman is becoming harder, the man is becoming softer, uh, and he's almost being emasculated for his inherent masculinity that we so desire and, and respect. Um, I mean, there are many, many different points. Obviously, the goddess worship is a very central element to the Dharmic tradition, uh, and we have many uh, goddesses that reflect this. Uh, Hinduism teaches us, and Shakti specifically teaches us, that you don't have to give up who you are in order to be what you want to be in the world. And I think this is a dichotomy that the West still hasn't quite figured out. Um, you know, you, you don't have to pick. It's not black and white. It's not this or that. You can have both because both are in you. We have the light and dark, yin, yang, Shiva and Shakti within us. Um, Shiva can exist. Shiva cannot exist without Shakti. Shakti actually can do quite well on her own, but she still desires Shiva. And I think that's the beautiful thing of, about our culture. We don't encroach on space, value, and power of the other. Uh, we don't have to take away power from the male in order to prop ourselves up because we are empowered to begin with. 
And our job is to remember the power and to really, uh, you know, embellish that and, and, and uphold that in society. Uh, I think this is the, the missing link in the West is this looking at the gender roles in this way. Um, I think that there's so much that we can uh, teach the West and at a time where feminism is really a issue that is, uh, you know, uh, so vulnerable uh, in, in the West, I think there are no solutions. People have questions and they have no, no answers. They need to look towards Sanatan Dharma for that. But I think we need to understand our own culture better. And we have to uh, articulate that in a way that they understand and that they understand that these are universal truths and that they benefit all just like yoga. But of course we must uphold it so that it doesn't get uh, you know, diluted in the way that some of our great Vedic sciences are being uh, today. However, um, there is much to teach. I think uh, India is a unique civilization with a demonstrated capability to manage deep divides and, and engages with other cultures, other religions, other frameworks uh, peacefully and integrates many diverse streams of consciousness. Uh, these values are based on divinity, cosmology and society. And they stand in contrast to those fundamental to the fundamental framework of, of the day, which is the Western framework. So this is just a, a, a little uh, taste of, of my work and my passion. And I'm writing a book on this and I speak all around the world on this very issue. And it's very exciting and I'm learning so much, even just from hearing the other speakers that I can add to my uh, narrative already. So I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Thank you, Preeti. So many of the uh, topics you spoke of, so many of the points you raised, said you so well with what has gone before, with what other speakers have already said. And as our listeners will note, the speakers who speak after her will pick up some of these very same points and go ahead with them. And uh, when I sum up, all these different strands will be brought together into one broad framework.